Howdy, howdy, howdy. Oh, hello. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Oh, hi. <laughs> this is All the Fucks. All the Fucks. A podcast about caring. So, so much. So much. I'm Lillian Bustle. I'm Jen Ponton. I feel like I'm going for an ASMR sound right now, but it's just because <laughs> I have kind of a sore throat. We were talking about NPRs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you've got a good ASMR oh, voice. That's from a side hustle. Mm. <laughs> that's from a very moist mouth, I think. <laughs> Which is also a good side hustle, quite frankly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't. No, no, no. It's not going to get all of okay. you. It's all good. No, no. I don't care if it gets on me. I just don't want to get on the computer on the with a microphone. <laughs> and a sudden end to the podcast. <laughs> Oh no, it's a pop tart sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oi. <clears throat> what are we talking about today? Uh, today, we're going on a trip. Ooh, I a like a trip. trip. Yeah. So we have, um, I mean, like, look, it's early days, friends. We're, we're having some overlap as you get to know us and you get to know our art stuff. <laughs> That's good though. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think... I will not be put in a box. <sighs> Fuck no. I cannot be compartmentalized. No, you can't. All I do is overlap. <laughs> <laughs> You're just one giant five-year-old coloring book. I am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we've we've had so much overlap through uh, through these episodes and what we cover, and a uh, part partially what we were talking about were like the thrills and uh, missteps of school trips yes. and what they meant to, <laughs> to two people who just like are sponges or human yeah. sponges. Um, and God knows I have had some dramatic fucking trips in my life. They were all dramatic. They were all dramatic. Just some of them were fun dramatic and some of them were like, please just kill me dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a very quick one that starts at kind of like the end of school trips. And then I can work backwards maybe. but um, Like you were in college? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. So as part of our freshman orientation, um, I went to uh, Flagler College in St. Augustine, Florida, which is the oldest city in America. Uh, and I know. And um, we, as part of our three-day orientation, which usually means getting to know the school, they were like, oh, you have to pay for a ticket to Disney. We're going to stick you on a bus, and you have to go run around Disney with people you've known for two days. Okay, but also greatest orientation of all time, but also you no. shouldn't have to pay for that, but also – okay, wait, I can't decide. Well, I had never, <laughs> I had never been to Disney oh, fuck. at all, and I don't – I still don't like doing things like that, but I'm better about it, like museums or things like that by myself. Um, typically I want to share it with somebody. Like, it's more fun if you, it's more fun to me. I don't even go see movies by myself. I think I mentioned before, like I want those experiences to be shared. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to wander around Disney by myself, but again, the people who I knew I had only known for a couple of days. Oh my God. Uh, and we were all supposed to wear matching t-shirts that sure. were white. Oh God, of course. <laughs> so... I mean, the people I wound up walking around with were fine, but like the first two days, I wasn't paying attention about getting to know the school. I was trying to meet one person that I could deal with walking around Disney. Oh my god, that's crazy! Uh-huh. It was how, how long does it take to get to Orlando from? Oh, maybe two hours. So like, yeah, it's not that far. 
but yeah that far but also out of the fucking way yeah, <laughs> yeah and not yeah it's <laughs> i don't know who put that together i mean somebody who is better at making friends than me i guess they figured like look all these kids who are coming here for school this is all they want <laughs> well to get blasted and then go to disney world well and on top of it our, our campus was a dry campus so like it wasn't like anybody was sneaking bottles of alcohol on the bus because you were required to live on campus as a freshman right and no alcohol and the ra's were very very strict about that weird and most of us weren't old enough to buy drinks at the well it was magic kingdom oh, yeah. it was magic kingdom so they don't sell booze there anyway so no, it was a very sober day in the sun in September with people you didn't know wearing white shirts <laughs> with red writing on them. Look, September in the Northeast is brutal, let alone town of Florida. Anyway, I I have absolutely no, I don't have any details of that. I just remember that the whole thing was just That's like. That's how it starts. I mean, I was probably had chafed thighs. And, <laughs> okay. And a chafed heart. Oh, um, my, uh, uh, I would say the most, so working backwards, the last school trip that I took, I was in college. It was my sophomore year and I was taking an like African-American experience through theater class. It was great. That's awesome. It was great. And we saw Andre DeShields <gasps> star in a show in Harlem called Dream on Monkey Mountain. Wow. And he was spectacular. And the show was spectacular. And I remember my friend Josh, like this, just like Chris Farley. <laughs> Josh is like Chris Farley, but he, but he, uh, he's like a welder and a sculptor and, and he Ow. makes pottery. Yeah. So that <laughs> Chris, Chris Farley trapped in a pottery studio. <laughs> <laughs> or a potter trapped in a Chris Farley. There you go. That's it. And he was like, pile in the van. And this and this dude's just like driving us over the GWB. And that was the first time. I, that might have been the first time that I ever actually drove into Manhattan. Oh, wow. Because why would you otherwise? I always took the path. I always took the train. And, uh, and with that dude driving, I was like, uh, it's going to be a magical day. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the most childish thing from this, from this show. Uh, I can't, I think, I think, uh, Andre DeShields' character was named Macaque. <laughs> Where could this be going? At one point, he's comforting someone and he goes, come lean on Macaque. No, what? No. And I just grabbing my friend's arm and shaking and I'm like, no, don't ruin this. Do not ruin this. <laughs> Don't you do it. Uh, I'd like to have a word with that author. Oh, my God. It was great. <laughs> Come lean on my cup. You know, and I, I know that there's a level of cultural insensitivity to what totally. I'm about to say. But, like, I'm going to wait for you to drink your water. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Mm. I, had a, I had a driver the other day whose name was M-A-H-B-O-O-B. My boob. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say anything rude to him, but boy, did I just giggle for like two hours. <laughs> Puerile. So perfect. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Those were.
were those were good places to end, I think. <laughs> I mean, thank God. Uh, uh, they weren't all that good. They weren't all that good. I remember, okay, okay, so like tying everything together my freshman year of college, uh, I was taking the greatest freshman orientation course um, with the sweetest man on earth. His name was Bob. He had like a fan club. I don't even know what he, like, he was just an exemplary human being. Nice. Like, if that's what his doctorate or master's was in, I'd buy it because <laughs> that's like what he did. PhD in Mensch. Oh, yes. I <laughs> loved Bob. He was just, I, yeah, I don't, I have no idea what his actual trade is, but he's just here to make the world a better place. And I ended up taking his freshman orientation. And for our field trip, we went to see Rent. In one of the last years that it was on Broadway. Oh, you're saying that like you got a cast that wasn't so good. No, no, no. It was oh, okay. Fine. It, was, it was fine. It was very good. <laughs> when I saw uh, Beauty and the Beast in the last years on Broadway, that was not great. That was really no. There was um, it was a, it was an understudy filling in for uh, Lumiere, and he did not use a French accent through the whole tape time. But he, <laughs> so but he would be on be on guest. <laughs> hey, uh, what are you gonna Sit do? On down. What are you gonna do? <laughs> So often he would just go, oh. <laughs> I mean, think he had like nor like a generic American accent. Just he like phoning it in out of nowhere. He'd be like, why don't we blah blah blah? Oh, ha, ha. and I was like, are we all seeing the same thing here? No, uh, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, I guess a, Disney made all their money, and we're like, fuck off. I know. We're going so, non-union. If I if I had to guess, if I had to guess, because you know what, if somebody. If it's not an understudy, it's understudy. If it's a swing and they come in from like the dance, right, right, from right. the chorus, um, you can always notice that there's somebody in the chorus who doesn't quite know everything ah. what's going on. Not always, but that's if, a, that's if you a can tell, tell that like four people have shifted to make this one lead the right, lead. Right, right, right. Uh, so um, somebody was in the Sugar Bowl costume who was clearly used to being in this giant Sugar Bowl costume. And at one point, like at the very end, when it's like about to be a kick line, they're all going sideways. Sorry, this is a very... Sidebar. Um, <laughs> they're they're all walking sideways down a set of stairs. Uh oh. And this little sugar ball. Oh no. She was like, oh no. Oh man. She did not fall, but every step she was like, but the whole audience is like gasping. Yeah. Really oh, and she was like a half a beat behind everybody, so it's supposed to be like, bow bow one step in step, and we're walking down the stairs. So she was doing it slower, so that nobody Sink else could, could step when they needed to step. And so it was like, you know, when he gets to the top of an escalator and people don't keep walking? Uh, <laughs> That's what it was like. It's not going to deliver you to the store, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I have to do something now? Uh, anyway, sorry. Please continue. Where was I? <laughs> no, no, Red. Red was fine. Red, Red was fine. Uh, it was fine. Um, but we went to the Life Cafe first. Oh, and uh and the the guy who I wrote the website about saw him he was on just, the street. Okay. It was so weird. I, I don't think what? he saw me see him. But I was like, wow. of course. Of course that just happened. <laughs> uh New York City is a very big little small town. Fucking A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, that was a that was a trip, but that was another like, oh, uh, my heart's in my throat. Get me off this bus. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. 
Goodbye. Uh, um, so I was I was wrong. I, that was not actually my last trip because I uh, spent two summers, um, uh, two weeks at a stint going down to Andros Island in the Bahamas to do children's theater with the kids on the military base there. Which was awesome. I mean, Dude. I still had to pay for a lot of it, but it was, I got, I did college wrong. I, oh, please. This was the only did thing I did right. so wrong. Uh, no, don't go to a tiny private little art school. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> oh my but God. But that is what I did. I went oh. in, but it was just in the woods, not, you know, uh, in the oldest city. <laughs> uh, there were pros and cons, let's say, mm. about my school, but this was one of the few pros. And, um, uh, but the thing was, we were, like, not supposed to fraternize. Like, we weren't supposed to talk to the military guys at all. Which, left on my own devices, I was like, sure, whatever, that's fine. I'm not going to – military guys don't like me. I don't like military dudes. It's I'll not just, a thing. I'll just hang it. Like, we'll go sit on the beach. Who cares? However, one of the girls on the trip with us, it was two guys and two girls. And she was, I don't know, freshman or sophomore. And she was very boy crazy. And she really liked, to, like, frat guys and military guys. So – I spent a lot of time with her sneaking around with military boys because oh, I didn't want her to be alone. Oh, God, sure. Right. And she was going to go. Oh. Um, so we got, like, God, we got in trouble. We got in so much trouble, we got our golf cart taken away. Okay. <laughs> so we, like, we snuck into the – so it's construction brigade, guys, so they call them the CBs. And they had, like, a band trailer – so we wound up like hanging out in the band trailer with the guys playing music and doing Jaeger shots, which by the way, another This liquor, is not, not Firefest. No, it's not. <laughs> Andros Island. Andros Island is the biggest island in the Bahamas, but it's mostly um, quicksand. So the, there's not a whole lot of people who live there. And then there's this military base on the bottom. And that's where we were. Holy fuck. Yeah. So it was in the middle of nowhere and it was had beautiful parts to it, but it was definitely not touristy by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Uh, so we had like the one, the one beach bar that we would go to and we would like grade the kids papers and the bartender was always like one for you, one for the kids. <laughs> like here's, here's all the liquor you girls deserve to get drunk. Um, and like the only air condition was in the actual barracks. And we just, I remember it was very late at night and they were taking us out in the middle of nowhere on golf carts and doing like, like donuts in a golf cart. That's very ill-advised. Um, and I guess we were in one of the guy's trailers and had left our golf cart outside. And I think that, um, our theater director found it and took it because she knew that we were hanging out with those boys. Did I get any? Nor no, I didn't get any. <laughs> I wound up so talking to this whiny boy while she was making out in that guy's bedroom. Oh, that was no. like a lot of my life. Oh no. I know. <laughs> Regerts. Um, I didn't do anything like that in college. I didn't, I didn't go on. I actually, I wanted to study abroad in Hawaii because I've had some kind of impulse to do such a thing. And it got to the point where I took out a bunch of books. No, I bought them. I bought a bunch of books on moving to Hawaii and I got through so much of it and learned so much about the islands and the culture and the living situation until I got to a chapter on bugs in a book like three or four. Oh. And it was like, be ready for giant spiders everywhere. And I was like, and back to Jersey. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, we're fine. Um, I know. Giant spiders everywhere? Giant spiders everywhere. They just, yes. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. And you just have to be okay with it living in paradise or you can live in hell and not have giant spiders. I don't know. I, uh, I feel like Florida is both. <laughs> 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 and gator wrestling a <laughs> professor. A fucking banana spider laid an egg sack in my makeup kit. <gasps> I came home. Uh, this is when I was living off campus. And like we had a roof that you go sit out on because it was a split level house. So like you could go, we would crawl and sit on the roof all the time. I came home and my makeup was all over the roof. And I was like, what happened? (laughs) My friend had gone in my makeup kit to borrow something and the fucking, the spider sack like exploded and burst a million baby spiders everywhere. (laughs) Well, first, one of the best things I learned in college was if you think there's a bug on you, there's probably a bug on you. Oh no! And of course, I just died because I wasn't there for that. Yes, also, I was God. like, "Stop taking my makeup." Oh no! But thank God she did, right? She took that fall instead of you. Ah uh, no! Oh, that's the oh, that's like a fucking urban legend, dude. That is an urban. That is. I can't believe you held out on that spider story. I love and loathe spider stories. Uh, which means tell me all of them, and also I'm going to be throwing up in a bag. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> What did you, um, besides forensics, what else did you travel for in school? Uh, the big thing that I also traveled for was uh, was different choral groups. Sort of other groups would go to compete in the festivals of music mm-hmm. in the spring semester somewhere. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, we went to Toronto, and that was really fun. Uh, very overwhelming. Almost left one of my best friends uh, <laughs> at Niagara Falls. Oh, <laughs> I have an almost abandoned in Toronto story too. I can't wait to tell you. Anyway. Yeah, I'm never going to live it down. She reminds me almost every time I see her, and she has full right to do so. <laughs> I'm never going to complain about it. <laughs> um, and uh, that was oh, that was a weird year. There was a, so there was a guy, there was a guy who was an old senior, like he was 19, and I'm a young freshman because my birthday's in late June. I'm 14 mm-hmm. this whole year. He was very flirtatious with me for most of that year. And we became friends and it became very clear that he was interested in pursuing more with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was 19 and had a very possessive girlfriend. Oh my God. And when like she sort of, started sniffing around and realizing that he was interested in me. And I'm pretty sure she was pregnant with his baby. Oh my. And like, yeah, like it was all 50 colors of nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And like, I remember being at rehearsals for a play or something. And it's my first year. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I remember her being like, I'm going to beat her ass. And I was like, oh, please don't beat my ass. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, I am way too intimidated by this situation to be threatened, to be threatening to you in any capacity. Well, and also girls who jump for that instead of like, I'm going to beat his ass. Come Mm. on. (laughs) Nope. Mm. And he, uh, he, so, so we went to Toronto together and I was like, just, trying to ensure that nothing happened mm-hmm. the, the whole time. That's fair. It was, oh my God, it was way too much for me. It was way too much. I liked a little drama, but I don't want like baby mama beating your ass right? drama. And he was, that. he was 
I won't, I won't say pushy. He wasn't pushy, but he was, he, he, he did not flag. <laughs> uh, I, there was, um, uh, no, I'll, I'll tell the story another time. Okay. It's not even that interesting. Um, it was about an, you know, I was a freshman. He was a senior. I, and like, so, okay. All right. Quickly. <laughs> um, I, I've not a lot of weird Steves in my life. I don't know if that's a running theme for you. Steves, like Stevens are okay usually, but Steves are for me a red flag. Like I got to look out. Okay. Steves and Kevins. Oh, um, Kevins. Yes. With the occasional Jeremy. Oh, so, uh, he was, I, th- I mean, I thought he was gay when I met him and that was back before, back when I still thought nobody was gay. <laughs> right. Of course. Uh, and I was like, what's happening here? But he was very like, very like touchy petty. I'm stroking Jen's arm in an almost creepy way, but like maybe we're just friends. Um, and That's then he, spindly. and then again, like 18 or 19, he was like, I am taking a massage therapy class and I have to practice on people. You should come to my house and I'll give you a massage. And I was like, how are you taking a massage therapy class? No, no. Yeah. Anyway, I remember I was going to go to his birthday party and my mom wouldn't let me and I got very upset. And then shortly thereafter, I was like, nope, I get why I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I remember my dad once dropped me off at a, like a coffee shop to meet this guy. And uh, yeah, like in hindsight, it's all, it's all kinds of absolutely the fuck not. Uh, <laughs> no, but we did that. Like, but we did that. Yeah. And then he went into the service and continued to call me, I think. Mm. And I was like, oh, you're a dad. It's, it's you. Oh, he, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So that was Toronto and I abandoned my best friend. So wow. great. Oh, I did some friend ditching on, on school trips. I'm not, oh, I didn't mean to. No, I just, I'm, I'm not proud of I it. I goldfished on her. Oh. I goldfished on her. Yeah. Like our, our choral director, uh, was like, were we on the New York side? We must have been on Toronto side. She remembers better than I do on this one. I bet she does. I yes. bet she does. Of course I don't remember it well. Cause I'm like, ding, ding, ding. And she's like, don't leave me in another country. Uh, <laughs> You're a shitty friend. That's terrible. Seriously. So like, so we were supposed to get back on the bus from the, from, you know, the, the tourist center. And I was like, oh, Tammy, don't let them leave without me. I gotta go pee. And she's like, I won't. And so I run into the bathroom and then think oh, I'm gonna get chewed out for this I think she wasn't there when I came back so I thought she was on the bus or maybe she was like okay cool now I'm gonna go to the bathroom I don't know it was probably the latter because because <laughs> I really I cut I cut shit for it but um <laughs> but yeah I went on to the bus I'm like cool we're good to go <laughs> and I think the bus started pulling away until Tammy Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh. Oh, I owe her so big. I'm gonna owe her for the rest of my life. I'm yeah, just I would never into it now. <laughs> this, is, this is my fate. Uh, no one left me. We were in the CN Tower, Ooh. Um, and uh, which was apparently attached to the Sky Dome, which is now called something else. But it was one of the first um, uh, baseball stadiums where the roof opened up. Oh, cool! And uh, we went up to the top of the CN Tower. This was on some band trip because we also went to like Canada's Wonderland while we were up there. I loved Canada's yeah, Wonderland. So that was a really good. Yes, 
did that on that trip too. Uh, uh, that might have been where the Coral competition was. I don't remember. Um, but we oh, also yeah. we did Niagara Falls. We walked around downtown Toronto a little bit. We were in CN Tower, and I it was like a very fast, high speed elevator, mm-hmm. and I was like Ugh, feeling a little gross. And I was like, maybe I don't like being up this high. So mm-hmm. I was like, you guys go on ahead. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Or maybe someone came with me to the bathroom and then was like, fuck off and find the bus by yourself. Either way, uh, I was wandering around by myself and I wandered into, all by myself, the Sky Dome. Oh, no one was there. It was like I opened a door and I was in the middle of an empty baseball stadium. Oh my God, that's majestic. It is, but also a security risk. Can you even imagine that happening today? No, but this Come would on. have been what, like 96? Uh, 94 probably. Yeah. Yeah, back when you just wander into places. So, um, but then I was like fully fucking panicked and I, uh, and then I also had to pee again, but I was like, I'm not going to stop to go to the bathroom again because then they're really going to leave me. Could have peed on the field. I, I, I could have marked that field. <laughs> Uh, chances are good somebody was there. <laughs> it wasn't like dark. There were lights on. <laughs> that is a dream, though. Um, yeah. Anyway, I did not get left behind. Everything was fine. But I did have um, so a good old-fashioned freak out. Oh, no. Although it is, uh, it is kind of funny. Our thing was at Canada's Wonderland, too. And it it's a little bizarre because it was 99. So... I mean, obviously it wasn't the same time, but if we were closer in age, it absolutely could have been. Oh my God, can you imagine if it was that thing where we were in each other's like pictures from the trip? Oh my God. I love that thing. (laughs) It's so weird. It's so great. It's my favorite. Uh, uh, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my friend Michael used to develop one hour photos at Walmart. And he was like, "Um, holy shit, I just developed pictures of your mother at Colonial Williamsburg. So we brought in pictures of my mom into yes. the St. Augustine Walmart and developed, and it was freaky, freaky. My mom worked at CW. I she wasn't just there. I love that. Yeah, it was cool. My mom was really happy about it. Okay, so as per previous discussions, my forensics bus was like a bunch of siblings. That was it, um, and that was the bus I was on every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing, no, no hanky panky. It was just like really, it's astounding that there was like no. Um, no sexual tension between anybody because in between teams, oh, we all had our eyes on people on other teams. Forget it. Yeah, don't shit where you eat. Uh, no, that's a good rule, and it boy, it did <laughs> us well. Um, uh, I recall the choir buses being wa- wildly different, just as a rule, and I wasn't mm-hmm. in band, so I didn't experience the 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 world renowned. Uh, 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 what's the word I want? The world-renowned hedonism <laughs> that took place on a band bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our band and chorus always went to competitions together. The only exception huh. was, uh, <laughs> wait a second, I got it. The Mid-Atlantic Jazz Choir Festival, I want to say. Okay. Uh, and that was at James Madison University, which is also the alma mater of our slightly unhinged choir director. That's my forensics coach's alma mater. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, they just cranked out some winners. <laughs> uh, the thing about James Madison University is that it's uphill everywhere, and it's in between, like, I think the Wampler factory and the Alpo factory, so it always smells nasty. Wait, what's Wampler? Uh, it's chickens. Oh. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. So just, no matter which way the wind blows, it smells like crap. Anyway. Um, uh, so, and uh, what you were talking about, like your forensics team, our choir didn't have a whole lot of interdating. Uh, we were around each other a lot. I think, I, I guess we must've had after school rehearsals, but we were, it was a class. So our jazz, the award-winning Falcon Sound. Um, Falcon Sound. Yes. Stop it. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> um, and I remember us being pretty good, but I listened to some stuff later and I was like, I mean, we were okay good, but we weren't actually good. Right. For the most part. It's not like Brigham Young. Oh, yeah, no. We were no <laughs> Tabernacle Choir. Um, but uh, band people, you know. So many hormones. Oh like, my god! It's, I, my, is it like I was disease? like it's because they have to wear those terrible uniforms, so like <laughs> everything else is just lashing out in 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 in, uh, in rebellion. Yeah. To all no, I'm sexy. I'm actually sexy. <laughs> um, and also our bus trips were like, uh, I remember laying down in the aisle and taking a nap. <gasps> On like a big That's coach, a like a rental hazard. coach bus. It's an everything hazard. <laughs> um, Sounds real gross. And there would be like four people sitting in a two-person seat and um, people would yell at you if you were going to go to use the bathroom. There was like a no using the bathroom because we would stop, but like anyone in the back of the bus would get really pissed off if you actually tried to use the bus bathroom. Um, oh yeah and then of course at some point somebody would spill something and then it would like run all the way down and all the oh, way back and like yeah that's a callback but yeah <laughs> it was mostly um the making out was on the band trips and on the theater trips and i that our competition one acts did you guys have that okay okay i have a great story for you all right by the way i was not doing any of the making out I just know that it was happening. You just know, yeah, you, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you were like 15 feet from the left end of that blanket. There's kissing. <laughs> okay, so my school did something called the Tournament of Plays. And basically it was a time during the dead of January when students could do a play that no faculty was, was involved with at all. Really, the seniors just hold their own rehearsals and they cast and they do everything themselves. And then it goes up and then somebody wins. Mm. Now, before and including my first year of high school. How many people were in your high school? Uh, 1,100. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And my graduating class was like 300. Mm, that's about the same as mine. Okay. Yeah, uh, and and the the there were always very few drama kids, always, but uh, including and before my freshman year, what happened was the play that won would then go compete at the Bucks County Playhouse. Oh snap! In New Hope, that's a big deal. Yeah, where I had gone to see Rocky like every year of my life. Nice. Um. So that was an interesting little turn. And I'm going to have to like talk to kids who were older than me who remember the ins and outs of it a little bit more because I'm just grabbing onto my little goldfish memories and they're not totally complete. But my freshman year, this all comes very full circle. The same piece that my friend Brad was competing against Josh Gad with. All right. It was called Removing the Glove. Okay. And it's a very funny play. I don't know if it would hold up now. Hmm. Uh, it was a very funny play that's an allegory for coming out of the closet. 
Oh, interesting. So okay. it's coming out as left-handed. You remove the glove when you come out as left-handed. Okay. And there's a support group and there, I mean, there are well-meaning best friends and, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. And so Brad chose removing the glove because it was one of the plays from uh, that I think that he might have been directing for mm. the tournament of plays. And so he had it in its normal play form and the, and then was like, well, I'm going to do this as a one-man show. And then he killed with it. That's amazing. It's so good. Again, not <laughs> sure how it would hold up now. Uh, I haven't looked at it in a million years. But um, removing the glove won that year. Nice. And when it won, um, they were like, well, we have to beef up the cast again. So who wants to join? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do this play. Because mm-hmm. I was in the freshman play before that. And... Um, and so me and my best friend and a bunch of other kids like for, from forensics were like, let's go do Brad's play. <laughs> and then one day in probably like May, we all got out of school and we went on a bus and we went down to New Hope and we're there at the playhouse. And and we were there with team, with drama clubs that I recognized from other forensics teams. Mm-hmm. So after everybody's play went, everybody was then sitting in the house of the Bucks County Playhouse. And I guess the adjudication was like happening verbally, whatever, whatever. And somebody who was clearly out in their school, and it might've been one of the Long Branch kids was like, that play was crazy and really homophobic. And my friend Will stood up and fopped his hand and he goes, oh, stop it. Oh. And we got kicked out of the tournament of plays, never to return. Wow. Never to return. Fuck you, Will. What a dick. (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking memorable. That was a crazy school trip. And to be the last one at the end of that legacy. Um. Yeah, I got to get more more info, more details. Uh, we almost weren't allowed to go on any band trips, course trips anymore because <laughs> fucking friend Jesse. Uh, I mean, there's always somebody who's like, I'm going to push the envelope. And, you know, I actually talked to him. He was a photographer at our wedding. Like, we know each other. We still like, you're out. fine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I never actually heard this story from his point of view. Um, the it, saying goes, so, like, if you went on a band trip um, – uh, uh, everybody would be in your room, going to bed, and they would put a piece of tape on the yeah, outside, yeah, yeah so the they door. could see if you had gotten out. Yes, we got oh. taped in for <laughs> forensics tournaments. Well, what they couldn't do was tape the outside of the balcony door because there's no way to check that. <gasps> so I believe it was it was either Jesse or somebody in his room, like climb, like very dangerously climbed over, like two balconies over, and I want to say wrote something on somebody's sliding glass door window in toothpaste or something. I'm pretty sure this was in Daytona. Because when Florida, everything has like an outdoor whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't, that's all I remember was that <laughs> we almost didn't get to go on another trip ever. Oh, no. I remember feeling like that was just something said to scare the kids. And I never went out of my room. But I wonder what you could have done if you did. Oh, my mom was a chaperone. 
they not only did that, they used wide masking tape. And then if you had a round, if you were one of the um, people who had to go around and check, you had to initial it and say what time. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was what a joke. drag. What a stupid thing to have to do as a chaperone. Can you imagine? My mom was probably just like, I just want to go out and have a cigarette. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to have to police these kids. These I want to be the cool fucking... mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being the one who's like, "I'll make, I'll retape you, I'll get you, I'll forge all those signatures." Like, God, would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, my mom, as they went on a trip, was pretty chill about that stuff. There were two, uh, there were two band moms that everybody was scared of. Um, my mom was just slightly annoying and clingy on trips, which like, I remember going to some theme park where I was trying to get back with this guy that I had been dating. Um, it was on, was it band? Yes. He played French horn. Yes. Sure. Or nope, nope. Trumpet. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I dated this guy like in the winter, we broke up just before Valentine's day. And I think, it, I guess it was a spring trip and like we had started to be friends again. And I was like, I feel like I can scoop back in here. And just as I was like trying to get in his good graces again, I noticed that he was flirting with this other girl. And I was like, nope, that's not happening. So I, I was like, can I walk around the theme park with you guys? And you know, the guys were like, yeah. And this girl was like, <laughs> and my mom was on this trip. Um, and she, <laughs> My mom was on this trip and she insisted that I spend the second half of the day walking around the theme park with her. She was like, I don't want to be here alone. And I was like, well, me neither, but you don't have to come on every single trip that we go on. And also I'm just trying to talk. Like I was, I was totally upfront with her. I was like, I'm trying to talk to Todd again. Oh, and she was like, you hate me and you want me to be unhappy. Oh God. Oh no. So needless to say, I wound up spending the rest of the day with my mom and Todd hooked up with that girl. So who can see through time? Ooh. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I was a senior and um, I don't remember what happened, but I wound up changing seats and sitting next to this mu- very, You know how some 14-year-old boys are very young? Oh, yeah. So this kid was either 14 or 15. I don't remember his name at all. I remember he was very funny. Um, and he was like, uh, he was like, you want to share my blanket? And I was like, I do, but that's not going to happen. Oh no. Um, and we were watching, like he, I think maybe like, was like this on my thigh a little bit. And I was like, oh, I mean, he was cute, but he was so young and little and baby. Oh, and I was and like, you were a senior. That's not cool, dude. You no, know, that, di- and that difference is so profound. Like not to play the gender binary, but it just, oh. when you're socialized, yes. at least. Mm-hmm. In a very masculine or feminine way, depending upon which, like socialized boys. Well, and just... and like physical hormones and maturity is different, right? At that level right. too. Um. Oh, I do remember that we <laughs> we were watching. Um, so I married an axe murderer. Oh, yeah. So, and on this trip, I remember we were watching. Um, so I married an axe murderer on the bus, and uh, this kid like knew all of the jokes from it already. And then I was like, oh, I wasn't going to touch you before, but I'm really not going to touch you now. Like, Oh no, it's not the movie's fault. It's just like when you're sitting next to somebody quoting an entire movie oh, in different voices. No. Ah, 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 ah. Nope. You can there only do that if you're in a room with every other person has seen the movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. I feel like I have such, I have such contagious he, shame for him. No, you know what? I think I've only seen that movie once, probably on the bus, 
but I know so many quotes from it because people can't help themselves with that movie. Yeah. 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 And it was on Comedy Central like seven times a day, every day. I did not have cable. <laughs> I was that nerd. Oh my God. Uh, I would say the second most bananas trip that did not result in us getting kicked out anywhere. So we got to go to Toronto in 99 and that was great. Loved Toronto. Sorry, Tammy. Um, and that was like achievably long time, whatever, seven hours, maybe all told. It's far. I mean, we came up from Virginia and I remember it being like forever. Yeah. I want to say it's like seven hours from Jersey, from like Northern Jersey. Uh, when, okay. So in 2001, because it would, uh, it was either, right, 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 right. It was either festivals of music, which was a, the big one, or it was music in the parks and, the, and it was every other year. So music in the parks would be like, a relatively local amusement park, like Hershey Park. Oh, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Or I guess for you, like Bush Gardens, or for us, like Dorney, Six Flags, whatever. I love Dorney Park. I love, that was my park. I love Dorney Park. That was my park. I loved the shit out of Dorney Park. It was like 25 minutes away. Mm. And what we would, uh, what they used to do was they used to have twilight pricing. Yes. Yeah, Bush Gardens had that too. Yes. So, I mean, we were teenagers. We weren't doing shit until evening anyway. Right. And at 5 p.m., they'd close down Wildwater Kingdom, and they would only charge you 15 bucks a head. And so pretty much, like, every day of the summer, uh, I'd get some friends great. to pile in my car, and we would go for Twilight Pricing, and we would just spend all night. And there were no families left there. All the, all the kids were gone. You know, it was just creepy adults. It was fantastic. <laughs> Loved Story Park. Hormones and funnel cake. Oh, God. Sign me <laughs> up. Yeah. That was festivals of music. So so music in the parks was every other year, and it was relatively local. But festivals of music was somewhere big. And mm -hmm. so it was Toronto in 99. And in 2001, it was Orlando. And we were very excited. Oh my God, we're gonna get to go to Florida. We oh did. We did an Orlando one too. I wonder if that's our people were following weird. the same circuits, right? That's so funny. I mean, it was a, It was not just with local schools by a long shot. So, oh no, ours was from all over. Yay! I, I think you had to qualify somehow, but I don't mm. actually know that. Right. I. I, I they were probably like, know. "Did you sell enough wrapping paper?" Okay, that's it. That's a yes, <laughs> right? Oh my God. Or briefcases of candy. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So, um, so we were like, oh my God, we get to go to Disney. We're going to Orlando. We're going to be on a plane together. And like, you don't fly together with your kids. Thank God. Can you imagine being an adult on an entire plane of children? And just like, where the fuck is my ice pick? Oh God. Give me a lobotomy now. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, thank God. But we were all psyched. And our budget, of course, was getting snipped everywhere and they were like well you're not gonna be on a plane you're gonna be on a charter bus and oh yeah like, we took a bus we took a bus okay. to Florida. yeah i know so like probably 14 hours for us for, so for more than that yeah oh yeah well, it's like you, a did 24 you have an hour stop or no no so uh, right yeah, we never did either it was just like have fun hope, yeah. you, hope you can sing really well when you get there absolutely <laughs> right you've been up all night snorting pixie sticks i mean and yeah yeah so so it's like well you're gonna be on a bus and you're gonna be on a bus for 23 hours bye and so we leave fucking mm -hmm. peaberg and we're like 
Wait, how with long coolers do we have full of soggy ass sandwiches? Oh, and, uh, and I can't remember how well prepared we were. And so we ended up stopping at a lot of gas stations. Ew. In the south. So uh something called Piggly Wigglies. Something called Stuckies. Stuckies. Mm-hmm. Does Stuckies mean anything? Oh, yeah, because yeah. boy I know from Stuckies. I do not know from Stuckies, but I did at six. Did you get yourself a pecan log? <laughs> Well, me and my one of my best friends found cheer wine. Yes, and cheer, cheer wine. wine became our like. Oh my god! For the rest. Oh, of for sure. Friendship. Oh, cheer wine and squirt. Cheer wine. <laughs> yep. Cheer wine and stuckies, and we were there at like oh god three in the morning. So you know the like, but but. But that's the best time to be at a Stuckies. Are you kidding? Oh, God. And this bus is just, it's full of, this bus has everything. It did. And I was, <laughs> I was in a not great place that spring. I had just been complete, like, I'd been bulldozed <sighs> by this guy. And I was reeling uh, for quite some time. And so I was like, just get me the fuck to Florida. Just, like, just kill me. Just murder me now. Get me out of Jersey. I'm done. And uh, and so I was sitting there with with my, one of my best friends, Matt, and you know we're shooting the shit, and everybody's trying to like engage with me, and I'm like, just leave me alone, mm-hmm. I just want to be dead. And uh, and so in the midst of all that angst, at 3 a.m., we're in like fucking North Carolina. No, not even North Carolina. We're probably in like South Carolina. I don't know what states you have to go through. I really try to That's stay up here. You got it. <laughs> I do. I do my best to stay up here. Uh, and, uh, and you know, just like we're all in our pajama pants. Mm-hmm. Where did we change? Where did we change? How did we all share one bathroom? That charter bus was enormous. And I remember people weren't sleeping and I was sleeping on Matt and Matt was like, come on, hon, let's go get some Stuckies. I'm like, oh, I don't want Stuckies. I just want to die. And the only thing that was worse than being a student on that bus, <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, in 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 our in our bodies, and then as they get older, can you imagine uh-uh. volunteering? No, to go right, <laughs> right on a bus full of teenagers. You only care about one of them, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> And by the end of it, you do not. <laughs> and by the end, you're like, and eh, I'm going to leave you in mm-hmm. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top of that, like, okay, we didn't stop. We didn't stay anywhere overnight. Can you imagine in a grown-up body sleeping on a bus for 24 hours? Can you imagine in a grown-up body driving a bus for 24 hours? Where are the labor laws? Where is the safety? Oh, I literally didn't think about that at all. I didn't either there wasn't until like a, I was a hanging out with driver Matt. or something. I I don't recall, but I saw Matt recently, and I was like, "What the hell was Orlando all about?" And he's like, "Dude, you remember?" Like, well, and then as a bus driver, what do you do? Does do you get on another bus and go somewhere else? I need more information. I don't know. About it how wasn't this my works. friend's dad that time, right? Because oh. it was my friend's dad for all the forensics tournaments. But it was not on this one. This was like a normal bus driver yeah, yeah. on a charter bus. No fucking clue. But I, the only thing that would be worse than being sixteen and having to be stuck on a bus for twenty four hours is being an adult stuck on a bus with a bunch of teenagers twenty four hours. 
Uh, uh, and to add insult to injury, because there was no budget for it, and they're like, there are no planes, there is no overnight hotel. Sorry about it. You're kids. like, you're not on a horse. And and we left school. I guess whatever the competition was probably Saturday Sunday, right? We left school on Friday. We left from from high school. We had to have all our luggage with us. We had to be in like PJ pants, ready to sit on a bus forever. And then we left Florida on Sunday and got back to Jersey on Monday and they dropped us off at school. Uh -uh. And we're all just like feral Lord of the Flies. Like haven't been. I mean. (laughs) That's terrible. That's irresponsible. It was awful. And we only spent one night in a hotel and we were like Disney World. And they were like, sorry, no budget for Disney World, but Disney opened one garbage thing that year uh, that was, I can only describe it as like a Chuck E. Cheese or a Dave and Buster's that was Disney branded. Tell me. They were like, this is going to be called Disney Quest. There's going to be lots of virtual reality. Oh, it's, it's in be- Disney Springs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have not been since. Or downtown Disney. Okay, yeah. I have not been since 2001. Yeah, it's so not that big. There's free. only like four attractions. Right. Yeah. And it it was basically a Chuck E. Cheese where we ended up. And we were like, this is garbage. You're going to drive us all the way down here. And we're going to be in a fucking Dave and Buster's with like Mickey ears on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So that, that was Orlando. So um, adults on buses. Remember I told you we would like all sprawl out in the, in the aisle. You'd lay down in the aisle. I, I didn't come up with that. That wasn't my idea. Um <laughs> Uh, our band director, God, he was so sweet. He was such a sweet dude. Um, he was standing up and like, we weren't, I wasn't in band, but it was a small school. Everybody knows everybody. Um, he was standing up the front of the bus and he was like, quiet, quiet. I'm going to tell you this important thing. Everybody be quiet. Like, please shut up for a minute. Please be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And as soon as he opened his mouth to actually tell us the important thing, the bus stopped short and he went fucking like, Oh no! Over a student. There was a student behind him. He fell over a student, and then I shit you not. He was down for a second. Everybody gasped, and then he jumped up like Mary Lou Retton, (laughs) and everybody screamed, cheering. It was like I could, if I could animate, like I could draw you exactly what happened. I could make a short (laughs) animated film of this. It was the funniest. Oh, so good. (laughs) So great. Uh, but yeah, apparently didn't bother my mom too much. She would she would rather suffer. She didn't insist on oh. sitting next to me on the bus, but she also didn't like make mom friends. Right? So of course she was lonely, but like, stay home. Please. Oh yeah. But like the whole camp episode, like she just wanted to be, she wanted me to be her everything. And oh, it was God. not easy. No, of course not. I mean, and it, except for... If she could have, like, dialed back some of the really obnoxious stuff, she was funny. Like, she was funny and, and interesting and had a great imagination. She was very crafty. And I know that there were other parents who were initially like, oh, she is my – oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you could see it happening. People would be like, oh, that's fun. You used oh, to live in Manhattan. You used to blah, blah, blah. And then she would, like, get on a name-dropping tear or, like, something. And – it was people that, like, people in rural Virginia wouldn't even know who the fuck she right, was talking about. Right, right, Such a, such a, a delicate touch is needed. She had lived a life that was so big. And then it was all squished into this tiny little package in the middle of nowhere. And, like, 
I would probably, I would probably do the same thing. I would be like, oh, that's Ty Ball, Victor Garber. No, no, no. People would be like, cool. Thanks, weird lady. <laughs> Bye. Well, <laughs> I don't care about your basement apartment in Harlem, Susan. <laughs> canon. <laughs> Truly canon. <laughs> oh god i just i can i can even remember like the soft pack side cooler that i took everywhere to on all those trips like i remember it what how did any of us survive any of it um i can't remember the, i really can't no the other memorable trip that i can think of was we went oh this was a good one why are all of these from high school? We went on a million trips as a kid, but they were mostly like to Jamestown. And oh, we got, we got, oh, I was so mad about this. Uh, uh, pretty much, I don't know if this was true for you because you were so close, but basically every eighth grade trip, well, that, was the, that was the big one, right? Like that was the first time you <laughs> were going to be out of town and you were going to have to stay overnight God, somewhere. I can smell the sweat socks. Mm-hmm. Not that I liked eighth grade. I was like, and how long till high school? Mm -hmm. Great. Can I just be done with these people? Um, But every class was supposed to go to D.C. That was the eighth grade trip. And you would do the D.C. trip. Um, It was like, there were long books. And like each yearbook had pictures from that eighth grade class's D.C. trip. Mm -hmm. So our year came and we were like, all right, we're going to D.C. And then they were like, we don't have budget for you. So what we're going to do is send you to Gettysburg instead. Guess where the least fun place to be in the middle of June is? Oh, but there's readouts and mosquitoes (laughs) and probably a campfire. Oh, we didn't. Did we stay overnight in Gettysburg? We didn't. It was a fucking day trip. It was a day trip to Gettysburg. Nope. Yeah. How many hours would that have been? That's bananas. It was absolutely a day trip. Um, and it was the worst. And it was June and so sunny. Where are the trees? Uh-uh, no, because it's all battlefields. It's all battlefields in June. Oh, there's a battlefield. <laughs> oh, God. And that, okay, we talked about Chub Rub in no. uh, fucking in camp. That is the Chub Rub that I can still oh, feel. Because then you had to sit in it on the way home on the bus. You had to sit uh. Bus and you're like prepared for a normal day at school, clothing wise, and instead you're on a battlefield all day. I was probably sunburned, the worst. And once upon a time, you might remember this when the WB was still the WB and not the CW. <laughs> they used to have the WB store in Times Square. Do you remember that? No, I uh, wasn't really up here again until like '97. Yeah, that was when it was there. I don't remember the that. WB store was there probably through like. Oh, would they have had Superman stuff? Maybe. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Warner Brothers. It was. It was. Oh wait, store. I'm such an asshole. That is what WB means. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I've been there. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. It was my favorite. And yeah, I had good stuff. Yeah, they had such good stuff. And Buffy. And I watched everything on the WB, but uh, especially Buffy. And I got a Buffy trademarked. T- uh, like spaghetti strap tank top <laughs> because it's all they made in 1997 mm-hmm. and uh, to, go with your choker. to go with my little tattoo choker that's uh-huh. right so I was wearing it and I was a late bloomer in every way um, I had not yet learned that it was a thing to shave one's armpits oh I was 
please. I wasn't plucking my eyebrows till like middle of college. But yeah, armpits came last. <laughs> and I didn't wear I didn't wear a lot of tank tops, so I just didn't even fucking bother. I had never owned a tank top. Yeah. This was my first one. And my mom is like, fuck beauty standards. And also I'm blonde. Mm-hmm. So the problem, the quote unquote problems that seem so evident to other children mm-hmm. really for forewent me. Um, I was like, I don't get it. I can't see it. So I guess it's not a thing. So I remember this fucking asshole of a boy. Oh, he was the worst. Mm. I'll talk about him more some other time because I got more shit about him. Uh, this this absolute jerk off realized that at some point I had raised my arms and there was hair there. Imagine. And so he kept trying to no. get me to do a poll to raise my hand. And he was using my Buffy tank top as the, as the uh, catalyst. And he was like, raise your hand if you like Buffy. But thank God my brain was working like 4% better than it usually does because my brain was like, this is dangerous. He does not mean well. Think about what this could mean. And I was like, oh, no. Of course I like Buffy. I'm wearing the shirt. What's under my arms? Mm. Shit. Shit. What am I supposed to be doing that I'm not doing? Ah! No! Womanhood! (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I could smell those traps and sometimes I didn't. I often did not. But that was one that thank God that I did. And eventually, and eventually I'm just like tucking my elbows to my sides and I'm like, it's me. I like Buffy. You know I do. What is it? Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Rotten hell. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but that was an awful bus ride. And he tried to do it to me for like a half an hour until we got back to the school. And I'm just like crawling up the, the steel trying to get the fuck out of that vehicle. <laughs> oh. Uh, Fortune Feaster. Yeah, see her new special. It's so funny. I'm psyched. Um, she talks about being on a swim team and like, be I guess probably like sixth grade or middle school and like didn't, you know, she was like, I put on that Speedo and it was just like, bush. <laughs> <laughs> just walking around confidently with like all my bush hanging out. Oh, I didn't. And her nope. hair is so foofy. Can you, you fathom? I mean. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it took me a long time to catch on to any of that stuff. Oh, so man. I remember my sister pulling me aside pretty early on. Oh, it was before high school because we had to wear shorts in gym class. And my sister was like, she, again, she, I love her, but she was never like, hey, your legs are hairy. Let's learn how to shape legs. It was always like my, my mother and our foremothers before me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I had to learn the hard way not to dry shave. I was like, "Well, I'm I'm in a rush." Oh no! Oh god! And one year I had gym seventh period, which was before school, so I had to come to school early to take gym class so I could take some other stupid elective later on in That's the day. That's weird. Oh yeah, That's a real weird thing. I've uh-huh. never heard of that. Well, you were talking about extra school at the end of the day. Yes, but yeah. that they didn't want the extra period to conflict with after school activities. Mm-hmm. Mm. So anyway, uh, early morning, very cold, dry shaved legs, pain for two weeks. No. Bad. Um, but uh, armpit hair. Oh, school trip. Going back to school trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our senior class trip to D.C. canceled, and I don't remember why. What? What the fuck is – nobody really cares about D.C. P.S. Also, by the way, could it not... have been 
A, no, I guess it couldn't no. have been a day trip because you were at the bottom of the state, right? Oh, no, we did we did day trips, but it was like four hours, I think. Right. It was not. Yeah, no, that would not be a sensible day trip. It's closer mm, from here. But, but we, oh God, do you remember that moment when your alarm would go off at like 4.45 in the morning and you would wake up and you're like, what are we doing? And then you would remember why you were up so early and it was to go on a school trip. Oh. And then you're like, oh, oh my God. I would need some lucky charms. That was every Saturday for me. Because oh. it was forensics. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, oh my God, why was I up till midnight? Oh shit, I get to see all my friends. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Uh, oh, should I get to scream laugh with Danielle all day? Oh, no. Uh, well, and, uh, for me, it was extra special because, um, again, mom slept very late. Mm-hmm. It was never like, let's plan the special trip where we get up early and go somewhere. It was only if it was a Girl Scout thing or a school thing. It was never a family trip. We mm-hmm, never like mm-hmm. intentionally do that. Sure. Uh, so mornings, like early, early mornings always felt very special and magical to me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. My, my early mornings were never mine alone. Uh, my parents were very early risers. Huh. So much so that uh, one night my senior year, uh, we've spoken a little bit about cur- curfews and mine were very, mine were very soft. Same. Mine were very soft curfews because enforcing them meant that we would all be together more and being together less was a real good idea. And, but I pushed it too far one night because I, uh, I was at a guy's house, um, until four in the morning Mm -hmm. and then decided to come home and walked through my door. And it is a time that anybody should be asleep. But of course my father was up for the day and I heard the news radio and I'm like, fuck. Uh And I go into the kitchen and again, we had a real, real bad relationship. Uh But he looks at me and he goes, go to bed. And I was like, yes, sir. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I didn't hear anything more of it. Because again, why are you going to fight something that's working so well for all involved? For sure. (laughs) I mean, this this is where you should not stand on ceremony. Mm -hmm. But uh, four was too late. Mm. 3.30, I'd have been fine. Uh, as long as I checked in with my mom around midnight, she didn't mind if I stayed up really late. Cause again, she stayed up really late and she would ha- have no qualms about staying up until I came home. Mm. So if I would check in with her at midnight and I would be like, all right, we're probably going to go to John's house and we're going to like hang out with his goat for a while. And then, <laughs> sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Virginia. <laughs> hang out with his goat and then like watch a movie in the, like the little clubhouse. It was like a shed. Um, oh, that was, it was like a man cave. Yes. Yes. She shed. I knew a guy, uh, I knew a guy who had one of those and it was called the Ho Shack <laughs> and he was like just the nicest guy. And it was just a bunch of like nerdy theater kids. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody would go to the Ho Shack. <laughs> the Ho Shack shimmy. <laughs> and I think it was a shed. I don't know. I didn't go myself. I was hanging out with other kids, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I if I could like explain to her what was going to happen in a reasonable amount of time, she knew that there weren't usually parents around. Every once in a while, she would have a hissy for no reason because I wanted. I actually did tell her over and over. I was like, "I'm not doing anything. I would like to be doing so yeah, many right? things, huh. and I'm not even close to getting any of any." 
And like, you know that these kids are gay and you know that those kids are inept. Like, you know, like this is not. (laughs) If what, I mean, her biggest worry was me getting pregnant because she got pregnant early. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to be like, that's not, it's not. It's, I promise. It's not not never maybe going to happen, but like, it's definitely not happening tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. The forecast is real bad on that one. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) Choose your own metaphor. (laughs) I mean, I had those meatballs. They were really good. But I did have to wait forever for them. (laughs) I was like, my meatball? We haven't done that. (laughs) We haven't done that. That's another episode. (laughs) DC trip got canceled. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, And we were, there were like 10 of us in this groovy ass art class with so something happened to the old art teacher it's a long story this brand new art teacher who did not understand what she was walking into Uh oh. because art at our school was it was the wild kingdom it was not classes it was literally (laughs) it was classes but there was nobody in charge of them and um we had like access to a pottery wheel and a kiln like piles and piles of clay so that room was always trashed and then the thing that the other teacher who wound up leaving school, she loved to do stained glass with people. So there were straight up fucking blowtorches in the classroom. Sure. Nobody ever signed a waiver. Right. Are you kidding me? It was the 90s. Yeah. So anyway, she walked into this. We made jewelry too. Like I had soldering irons, all this stuff. So if you were paying attention and you – but um, like somebody threw a metal trash can at this woman's head. And that was why she was like, cool, I'm not doing this anymore. No. So this – completely normal woman walks into a classroom thinking that she's going to have normal art classes. And every single one of her other art classes was full of monsters except for us. So she loved us. And my friend Lish would remember her name. God, she was so cool. She was sort of like, she had a little B. Arthur to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, I do. She was great. We called her a nickname. Anyway, she was, was like, Maud? no, but it was like Deb or something like that. It was a shortening of her very long, weird last name. And uh, she was like, thank you for being my saving graces. I know that your D.C. trip got canceled. I'm going to take you and these people here to D.C. What? And it was great. And we went to museums and, like, we – Oh, my God. You got to make an art trip to- versus a government trip? Yes. Oh, wow. I know. It was That's great. That's wonderful. Uh, I still have a really fun picture. There's, um like, a sunken sculpture garden somewhere – I'm sure if you Google sunken sculpture garden in DC, you can find it, but there's this, um, there's this like relief in, uh, uh, metal brass, maybe let's say that looks like the back of muses or something with butts Uh and their butts were out. And so it's like all of us standing, like not with our actual Ah, butts out, but like, but like facing the camera. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and that I, what's funny is I don't remember how we got there. I don't know if we drove in parents' cars I think we must have gotten a little bus. It's probably a short bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and a jitney, a jitney. Uh, and I, I literally don't remember anything except for like it all comes in snapshots. You know, like in National Lampoon's European Vacation, mm-hmm. familiar. Mm-hmm. So when they're trying to like breeze through the Louvre to Saint Paul Pont Yeah, that's what I remember that day being like. Sure, sure. It was just like little moments of us like picking our nose in front of some famous painting or like eating a baguette like somewhere. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was incredible. Memory's weird. I know. Memory's so weird. I know. 
sometimes, have you ever thought about doing like hypnosis or something like that? Yeah. Totally. I'm very intrigued. I would like to unlock some stuff, but again, I need, I need someone there to catch me. Mm -hmm. We can't just like open that box and let all that shit out in the world without, without having a net. It'll just be Cornish pixies everywhere. Gettysburg was the biggest legend. That it was such a pain so in the ass. It sucked so hard. Um, and 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 we never went to DC. Uh, funnily enough, went to DC once with forensics uh, to judge mm. as a judge. Yeah, yeah. Um, that nationals must have been nationals must have been there. Um, yeah, I judged nationals that year. We went to DC a lot because we were close. Right. Yeah. Well, and and Jersey's oh. supposed to go, but but they just never had money for my class. Right. So right. we would go with Girl Scouts. And oh my God, I want to, oh, okay. So we met Governor Wild. I remember the governor of Virginia at the time. And it was very, very cool. And it was like, it was a big deal because he was like the black governor and everybody was very excited about it, unless you were a lot of white people. Sure. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but you if know, you were a young progressive girl, you were very right. thrilled. We were very excited. So um, he was super nice. And then like we got to sit in the, in the stands? No, in the balcony, the gallery. Sure, that's called the gallery, I think. Um, at either the House or the Senate. And if you press me real hard, I probably can tell you what the difference is right now. But um, we, uh, I, they were talking, somebody was talking to us about the PAGE program. Did I ever tell you about this? Mm-mm. So we're sitting there and I see these young people like scampering around, bringing people coffee and running papers back and forth. I don't remember if I asked or somebody rolled this out to us, like, here, this is something you might be interested in doing, girls. Um, But if you were, I think, a junior or senior in high school, you could apply to be a page for one of your politicians. And you would go and you would live at the fucking Omni in D.C. and you would have tutors. And you would spend what, however long uh, Congress was in session. Um, I wanted to do that. So bad. Like, I still want to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and my mom was like, oh, that's nice. Maybe, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and she, then she was like, no, absolutely not. You're not doing that. And I was like, it's only like five months. And she was like, absolutely not. And I was like, I'm trying to be a civic person. <laughs> I'm trying to Aww. be engaged. This is the only thing about politics that has ever excited me. Like, oh. Let me water this seed. <laughs> oh, like my teeth would hurt. I remember, like, can you imagine having a daughter who wanted to do something like that? And oh, being like, yeah, no. right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or going to governor's school for camp. That was oh, a thing that I wanted to do that man. I never got to do. I auditioned for governor's school when I never got in. I didn't even get to audition. I think it was out of the question. Oh. But, like, I don't know why. Would it have cost money? Probably. Would it have been a far way to travel? Maybe I just couldn't, maybe I just wasn't available. Mm. Like that's, that was, um, that was one thing that, that got in the way because, because my parents enjoyed vacations and because we went on a vacation every year, Mm. it was almost always a conflict with stuff that was happening in my hometown at that time. So like one of the things that we did have was a summer youth theater and I never did the summer youth theater production because I was on vacation for some critical part of the run or for tech or whatever. Mm. I was like, sorry, I'm going on a cruise. I'm not just going to hang out in the auditorium through all of July without any AC. Uh-uh. <laughs> not cutting it. Mm-mm. Have fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
<laughs> Although I do remember um, with my barbershop group, we were going to South Carolina for a competition and we were doing quartets. So my quartet was rehearsing through the summer and I was going on a big vacation to Alaska. Ooh. Uh-huh. And because it was pre-internet, like now, whatever, they could put it in your Dropbox. But I remember them mailing me. Oh, yeah. Cassette tapes. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Mailing me cassette tapes. Mailing them maybe even to, like, one of the ports where we would stop so that it could get picked up <laughs> in the same time. That's for cereal. Yeah. It was really cool. Books, TV, movies. Um, I'm trying to remember what I talked about last time. Oh, I mean, this is none of the above, but I just went to the They Might Be Giants um, 30th anniversary of Flood concert. And what I am doing now is I'm catching up on like the last five years of They Might Be Giants music, which I Have I just kept producing all this time. I mean, I can't remember what the last one. I, they definitely had one as recent as 2016, but they, I I mean, they've been doing the kids that. stuff, but that's all good, too. Yeah. I want to say that they put something out last year or the end of 2018. Um, and they didn't play a lot of new stuff at this one, which was fine with me. Um, but every, I was telling John earlier, every time I hear one of their songs, even if I'm like, oh, I never heard this before. I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, you sold out or like Madonna's getting weird now. No, it's like all (laughs) that weird song about the hoodie, whatever, Madonna, (laughs) don't be mad at me. You guys know that song's dumb. Um, but all of their stuff is just, it's one more layer of interesting on top of another, but with all of the same chords and rhythms that like made me feel so seen and understood when I was a kid. Yeah. So I'm, I'm revisiting all that. Also, if you've never listened to flood, it's a perfect album. Oh gosh, you guys, if you don't know, they might be giants and you don't know flood and you think that we're funny and you like our kind of weird, you got to get up on that yeah. and go into it. I mean, you don't even have to be high. We weren't high. I never listened to flood high. What's wrong with me? Well, time to time to correct that oh, one. Too bad I gotta go to work soon. Um, um, but yeah, no, it like go into it with no expectations. It's it's not like anything that you. It's not like anything you will have ever heard before, if you've never heard it. Love that. I'm gonna give you some more uh, uh, vitamins for your heart. There is a poet named Jessica Salgado. And uh, I've been sharing some of her stuff with Lillian. Hmm. I adore her. She has cancer. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> In the vein of, uh, of Francesca Leah Block, she is all about, um, she is one giant beating heart for Los Angeles. However, mm-hmm. she is also El Salvadoran and so much of her, um, so much of her poetry is about, um, it is about her link to her family and her culture and, and, and love. And it's beautiful. She's got three books out, uh, Corazon, Tesoro and Hermosa. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like a little, they're like a little triptych. Of poems. Nice. Beautiful. beautiful. Uh, I can't believe I haven't thought about her in so long. Um, do you, are you familiar with an author named Sark? S-A-R-K? Mildly. Okay. Uh, you can pick up literally any of her books. I believe the first one that I 
really got in touch with was Eat Mangoes Naked. Oh. Um, but she, they're like art books, but also some of them are workbooks. Uh, if you were to go to Crippaloo and you wanted to take some reading material with you, um, everything about it is just about all the weird jobs that she's ever had and like how colors make her feel and seeing the beauty and things that you might have missed. Any of her books are a great way to slow down. Like if you feel inundated by stuff, if you can find a corner and an hour and one of her books. And I find that anytime I pick up one of her books, it unlocks something that it's not that I thought I'd lost it, but I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember those feelings. I love that. I love that. Um, that's great. I also love Rob McEwen's poetry. Um, Ooh. My dad, my dad loved him and had this book called Listen to the Warm. I think Rob McEwen is known for being both a musician and a poet. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and his books of poetry are beautiful. And Listen to the Warm is like, oh my God, it's so like, it's so gutting. So my dad got this book called Listen to the Warm and it's a, uh, it's so beautiful. And and actually, he got it from a woman that he must have been dating because the her her forward to him is intense. And like I got the feeling that maybe they had dated and they had been separated and she's like an still, inscription that you Yes, her inscription. Oh, it's something else. Oh, it's beautiful. God. Um and I was like, oh shit. Occasionally you can find books at the strand with very passionate inscriptions oh, written in them. Love that. So, it, so Listen to the Warm goes through, uh, it's a book from the 70s, maybe maybe late 60s. And, and each, it goes through numbers. And you get the sense that these numbers are years, uh, years of life or potentially just like contracts of, of moments. And it goes through the beginning and death of a relationship. And after the relationship is over, 36 happens. I live alone. It hasn't always been that way. It's nice sometimes to open up the heart a little and let some hurt come in. It proves you're still alive. I'm not sure what it means, why we cannot shake the old loves from our minds. It must be that we build on memory and make them more than what they were. And is the manufacturer just a safe device for closing up the wall? I do remember. The only fuzzy circumstances, sometimes, where and how. Why? I know. It happens just because we need to want and to be wanted too. When love is here or gone, to lie down in the darkness and listen to the warm. Oh, bye, I'm dead. (laughs) It was a nice life. I know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. This, I I adore this poetry. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah. Right. So, it, yeah, that inscription. I'll have to take a picture for you and send it to you. Um, all right. That's a lot of feelings. Yay. Maybe that's enough for today. <laughs> <laughs> this has been All of the Fucks. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
Hooray. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Take care. Be well. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for letting us hug your ears here on All the Fucks. Leave us a message at anchor.fm slash all the fucks, or you can find us on Twitter at fucks podcast on Facebook at all the F.CKS or on Instagram at all the F.CKS pod. Thanks so much for listening. Next time on all the fucks. And they asked me to go into this other room where I absolutely kid you not. There was a man in one of those like windbreakery track suits with like greasy hair and a big gold chain and I'm not fucking kidding you a German shepherd also wearing a gold chain around its neck sitting at a lit uh, desk with nothing in the room but the desk, the dog, and a chair like a cop interview? oh yes